Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay, and today I'm going to put two things together. I'm going to do a twofer of intellectual discourse. Through a series of events that I'll probably talk about on Stone Ape, I received an envelope from Peter. Peter is an organisation that I've never supported. I honestly go out of my way in order to do things like rescue kittens and when they're presented occasionally puppies and take them to no-kill shelters. I have a vast quantity here, meaning four, creatures in my midst that enact a variety of interesting behaviours, net positive I would like to attribute, on my life. And I'm genuinely supportive of animal rights. However, the means in which Peter enacts their particular perspective, I find very curious. And I would never, through my own means, befriend or join Peter. However, over the past week, I received an envelope containing photos of vivisection, which means basically experiments, intrusive experiments on living animals. And in particular here, the cat in all the photos, as we followed it through its skull being cut open, probes being put in, and ultimately its bloody death, the kind of cat equivalent of the Saw movies. The cat in question here looked like our cat Bertie. And I thought, what kind of institution would send these kind of photographs anonymously out to the general public in order to enact change? And then I paused and I reflected and I realised that this actually was the case associated with Syria. The popular perspective associated with the bombing of Syria relating to atrocities conducted by ISIS is very, very curious. I've talked about it a little bit previously on Short Funk, but I wanted to talk about it again now. Prior to the US's positive involvement in the bombing of Syria, you may recall there was some general narrative associated with the US not bombing Syria, President finally coming to that resolution, and then a few months later the bombing of Syria commenced. The change through this period of time was the sending of photographs associated with children being decapitated or decapitated in Syria. Unfortunately, because the public doesn't question these kind of images, no one in any position of power pointed out that these images were in fact of Assad's forces and the devastation Assad's forces had caused in particular areas, killing children. And instead, because everyone looks the same over in that part of the world, and who really cares anyway, they're all a bunch of terrorists, the narrative was pushed that this was actually ISIS doing this. What's particularly curious is that I, through my Facebook friends, encountered a few of these videos, which is actual video footage of the children being killed and maimed and decapitated, and realised actually in the corner, the reference for the videos were all that this was Assad's forces. It wasn't, in fact, ISIS at all. It seemed very curious to me that people were circulating these videos without first checking the origins of the videos and the net cause of the videos. And what's particularly curious through all the conflict in Syria, all the bombing of Syria, is that Assad's forces are specifically avoided in this circumstance. So when I reflect on what kind of disgusting individuals would send photos of decapitated cats to people, I realise that actually this is the political process that was used associated with the bombing of ISIS. But in this case, it was in fact decapitated children that were in fact mislabeled associated with being intentionally killed by ISIS. I'm in no way pro-ISIS. My view is that the atrocities exist all over. But what I find particularly curious is when intentionally misinformation is injected in order to try and get an emotive response. Through a variety of factors, I was able to work through what had happened with Peter. And I actually got an email from the Peter vice president, which was very curious. 
associated with why they were using this particular tactic. I'm going to save that discussion for Stone Ape. It's not particularly edifying. My hope is that I'm actually removed from Peter's mailing lists and I won't be seeing any more photos of dead cats turning up in my mailbox anytime soon. But I think it's interesting that we think about the emotive response associated with these particular issues and the way in which misinformation can be injected in the emotive response. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.